Keeping your cash in a high-yield account is a simple way to save. First Federal Bank & Trust's high-yield online savings account comes with a competitive interest rate and local service from people you know. Open the account from the convenience of your computer or mobile device and watch your savings grow. Visit efirstfederal.bank to open your account today or check out our deposit specials. First Federal Bank & Trust, helping our customers succeed since 1935. Member FDIC. Hi, this is Chance Harris. And I'm Laura Wichick. Did you know Harker Mellinger provides services to help you with your payroll and accounting problems or business concerns? Schedule an appointment today to discuss how our professional staff can find the solutions that work best for you. Harker Mellinger has been providing quality service for Sheridan area businesses for over 37 years. Remember, you get our exclusive fixed fee, one monthly fee, unlimited phone calls and meetings. Call Harker Mellinger today, 672-0785. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Open Lines, Aaron Palmer. Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer. And joining me this morning as a guest co-host <laughs> mr aaron linden and what are we what are it, what is our title it's the aaron and aaron show it is i mean come on <laughs> it's pretty i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing having well, two aarons in here yeah depending on some of the conversations that we've had uh yeah it could be a bad thing could be a good thing <laughs> um one of the, the poll question this week you have you got that up there yeah okay. well I, uh, so the poll question this is, regarding, is, yeah, property taxes. So we wanted to, yeah, with the increase again in property taxes in 2023, how much faith do you have in getting tax relief in the near future? And the choices were not much faith, not sure, and plenty of faith. What, what do you, what's your guess? Oh, my <laughs> guess is if we're talking about the government, not much faith. Right. 369 votes showed not much faith. 13 said not sure. And seven, less than 2% of all votes said that they had plenty of faith, that they were actually going to see some sort of relief in the near future. What does that, what does that make you think? Uh, right off the bat, when I saw the results, it, it people don't have faith in government. People don't have faith in big government, especially. You know, at, we were talking off the air before the show at, at a local level. You know, I had sat on city council. People have pretty good faith generally in city council because if they don't like something, they know where you live. They know where you hang out. They can find you or and talk to you. they'll see you on the streets. Right, somewhere. absolutely, right. or call mm -hmm. you. You know, I always had my personal cell phone published. Mm -hmm. um, at a state level, it gets a little more sketchy in the faith department but it's still i mean you you still have access in a way but then at the federal level forget it oh yeah i mean people just the faith in in government anymore for most everyday people is pretty much gone pretty much the farther away from someone's home yes a hundred politician is the less likely they are to trust them for anything correct that's my that assessment sense. that's my personal assessment i don't see that you're wrong to be honest with you um, well, let's talk about property taxes because 
This year in the legislature, they tried, I don't know how many there were, 21, 22 different bills-ish. Ish. That dealt with trying to do something about this the, the astronomical property taxes. And it's mm-hmm. not just this year or even last year. It's been going up pretty pretty much about the last five or six years. Yeah. And, and, and they the, had plenty, of, the, the legislators had plenty of warning that this was coming. And mm-hmm. whether, I don't know what caused them to not do anything about it or if they just stuck their heads in. I don't know what. I think it's a lot of times it's <clears throat> loggerhead. You yeah. know, I mean, it, it's so divisive right now that you got to tow party line, whatever side it is. Nobody's reaching across the aisle. Nothing's really getting done. A lot of things are being proposed, but not much is actually happening mm-hmm. at at a level that impacts us on a positive basis necessarily. It's it's a difficult political situation currently because you have two extremes, and and if you're moderate. In for either party, they get mad at you, right? And basically, either censure you, kick you out, yeah. make it a, a rhino, or yeah, you're, you know, a dino, whatever rhino, be. whatever you want to call it. And it's just not much is happening, and it ends up that they call it kick the can down the road, exactly. And, and they're not necessarily setting out with the intention to kick the can down the road, but their actions make it that way, exactly. They ended up passing one or two, uh of those 20 some odd bills and it essentially did nothing. Right. And one of the things that they were looking at, and Mike Madden had a, a, a very simple idea to try to help with property taxes. And we did, he was going to try to come in, but he couldn't make it in. So I interviewed him uh, earlier this week and I've got that on, uh, on a recording and we'll get to that in just a bit. Perfect. But he had an idea and he realizes now that that, probably won't work, but he has different ideas about what could possibly work. But anyway, he has this idea that um, any of these things that that could or could not happen is probably going to require a constitutional amendment. So nothing got done, really, in this last legislative session. So we're looking at 2024 now for anything to come up again in property taxes. And I know that the legislators are in their interim meetings and they're trying to find some way to help. But people need to understand that even if something gets passed as a constitutional amendment by the legislature, it's not going to go on the ballot uh, any earlier than November of 2025. Mm -hmm. Which means if it then gets passed by the voters in the state, it won't take effect until at the very earliest July 1 of 2025. Correct. So it's not going to help for this next year. Right. It's not going to help probably for the following year. They're going to be looking at some kind of a relief if it happens in 2026. Mm-hmm. And I had I had and read something, crazy. and I don't know, I, I didn't fact check this, but over the course of the past two years, it's gone up about 22% a year. Yeah. So that's 44%. It's almost half right. of what it had been previously, and it had been going up then as well. So... It, it's impactful. Exactly. Now, here's an example. You're, you're a homeowner, right? So your taxes went up? Oh, yeah. Taxes go up. Yeah. Okay. Mine went up as well. This year alone, I just got the assessment from the county, Johnson County. My taxes went up by 200 and some odd dollars a year, which doesn't sound like much. But when you take the numbers and set that down on paper and look at it, 
okay, my mortgage payment was such and such, and then it was like $70 and some change. Okay? Right. So what I would usually do is take that number and round up to the nearest $100. Sure. So essentially I was paying an extra 30 some odd dollars a month mm-hmm. toward the principal so that it would get paid off earlier. And I think a lot of people do that, especially when you're talking like $30, $50, whatever. Right. Not a huge deal. Now, that 30 some odd dollars that I was putting on principal is now going to go to pay extra taxes to Johnson County. Right. And I get I, and I get taxes. Right. You know, I mean, I get that <clears throat> that they're fixes a necessary roads. Right. It's it a does necessary evil. Stuff. People like decent roads to drive on, mm-hmm. water to flush their toilets and drink, and garbage to be hauled away. I get that. Mm-hmm. But at what point is it too much? And the thing that gets me, and we talked about this before we went on the air, as far as the assessment value goes, if they were to come out, and here's what here's what kind of irks me a little bit, okay? We have assessors, and I realize there's only a handful of people in the office. But to me, if the assessors are doing their job, they're coming out looking at my property because if I was to put a, a mother-in-law house out back or a big shop out back sure. or do any kind of changes to quote-unquote improve my property they're by god going to be out there assessing that and going hey absolutely we're going to up your taxes but in the meantime if i have done nothing what what is the justification for upping the taxes when i've done nothing to my property well how they're doing it portion of a portion of it is they're taking sales in the neighborhood that you live in and what your neighbor sells his house for six blocks down and four blocks over it directly affects what the property value is on your house. Right. It almost becomes a CMA, like right. a comparative market analysis that realtors use. Well, what did, what did Joe Blow's house go for? Oh, well, now yours is worth this. Right. And and my valuation on my house this year was a little over $200,000. Okay. Mm-hmm. I live in that house. Now, it's not dilapidated. It's not falling down around me. has a new roof, this and that. But it, it needs improvements. Like, sure. You know, it's an older house, so it needs, you know, probably plumbing upgrades, definitely needs uh, electric upgrades. There's no way I could sell that house for what they claim the value is. Right. Without doing the upgrades that need to be done to the tune of $30,000. Easy mm-hmm. for electrical and plumbing. So is the house worth that? No, it's not. No, but if you do those upgrades? Yeah, then it th- would be. Th- Yeah, they're going to tax that. Exactly. <laughs> so... What I'm saying is they should come out and assess each of these properties based on what exactly is there and what you've done or not done and tax it at that at that rate, mm-hmm. per, period. I, that's my opinion, yeah. and I think that that's a fair way to, to do it. But is it going to happen? No. No. There's, it would take so much people power right. that it's just impossible. So they go, well, what's the next best way to do this thing? Oh, well, we'll just see what the guy next door sold for a week ago. Right. And then that's what your market analysis and is. And I understand with, with the lack of people power, as you put it, in the assessor's office, that that's probably the best that they can do. Right. But there has to be some way that somebody hasn't figured out to make this work. There has to be. There should be. Yeah. It's just, again, it's kind of that kick the can down the road thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's... Uh, one of the things that we talked about beforehand also was if if the property taxes are going to continue to go up. When, when do we, exactly, when does it stop? Well, that's the big question is, you know, what they've put forth currently, 
is what I always like to refer to as doing something to do something that really means nothing. You know, so they've, they've said, okay, if you meet these qualifications, you qualify for a reduction in your property taxes. That's one thing that they did is they upped that, but you're going to explain this. I'm going to explain and we do this. And we do have a caller, and we'll get to you in just a second. Just hang tight. So the, it's based on median income okay. of a household. So if you have two people in a household, Median income is $62,531 in Sheridan County. This just applies to Sheridan. I didn't get into Johnson, but... Probably similar in Johnson. Less, probably. Right. Yeah. Uh, and they've taken it to 125% of that. So they're, they're giving you a buffer. How kind. And that takes it actually to $86,400. Interestingly enough, though... If you're making $22 an hour, both of you, let's say that it's a, a couple in a home, and you work full-time, 52 weeks a year, that's 2,080 hours. At $22, that's $87,360. Guess what? Guess you what? no longer qualify. You look at the sign down at one of the pizza places here, they're hiring like, you know, inside team or whatever, 22 bucks. Well, you just got kicked out. You don't get any relief on your property taxes. Right. That's insane. You also cannot, per person, have more than $150,000 in assets. Now, that does not include your home, 401k, IRA, and it allows for one car per person that you can take out of that. But you look at the cars that are out there, Any a, a, a pickup, brand new, is $80,000. Right. And you can you can actually net that value out of that $300,000. But it's just basically saying any and everything else. I mean, if you tallied up just your household goods, mm -hmm. I mean, you'd be pretty over, close. If not over. If right. not over. I mean, it. again, so it's kind of did something to do something that doesn't really mean anything. The only real possible tangible good in this, that in my assessment, is that if your property tax exceeds 10% of your income, you qualify. Well, if the median tax currently is... $2,078 in Sheridan County, that's an income of $20,780. i have got news for you. If you're making $20,780, you are probably not in a house unless you inherited it or something along those right. lines because, as we all know, the real estate market around here is pretty nuts. Mm -hmm. So they kind of put this little caveat in there like, oh, look, this is nice, but it's not really applicable. To like 99% right. of the population. Right. James, did we want to go to the caller first? We'll take a break. Okay, callers, hang tight. We know that you're there. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. We'll be back right after this. to the most complex electrical applications. Jackson Electric has the knowledge, the experience, and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement. Jackson Electric's expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agriculture. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it all at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. The following message is presented by Century 21 BHJ, 101 South Main. 
Women of all ages, come to the inaugural Mother-Daughter Afternoon Tea, Saturday, May 13th at 2 p.m. Help raise money for scholarships while enjoying pastries, finger sandwiches, and imported English tea. Hosted by PEO Chapter B, call 619-997-7646 by May 10th for tickets. That's 619-997-7646. Ready to show your mom some love this Mother's Day? Look no further than the contest page at SheridanMedia.com. Landon's Greenhouse Nursery and Landscaping is giving one lucky mother a $250 gift certificate to the store. Imagine the smile on mama's face as she's picking out her favorite plants, flowers, and gardening supplies. Visit the contest page at SheridanMedia.com from May 1st to the 10th for your chance to enter and spoil mom this Mother's Day. Thank you to Landon's Landon's Greenhouse Nursery and Landscaping for making the sweepstakes possible. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. It is your opportunity to talk about things that you want to talk about. Phone numbers are 674-4443 or 672-5763. And this morning we're talking about property taxes. If that's one thing you want to talk about, great. If not, we'll talk about what you want to discuss. And we have a couple of callers waiting. Caller number one, you're on the air. Go ahead. There you are. Good morning. Hello. How are you? Caller, go ahead. Hello. Hello. Caller, go ahead. Oh, yes. There was a big old hiss and nothing happened for a minute there. That's fine. There you go. Now we can hear everybody. Yes, another beautiful day in Sheridan County, and the big news is flying high. We recently had a... Uh, CMA done on a property, and um, it's uh, quite frankly the, the highest we could expect that to be was uh, two ninety nine. However, the assess uh, the um, the uh, city or the county comes up with a figure of um, three hundred and six thousand uh, to base the taxes on. The thing was, uh, we had several people interested in, in buying the place. And they thought it was only worth um, 240 to the highest was 260 um, So it <laughs> obviously depends on whether you're trying to buy a place or sell it. But I don't understand the figure uh, for the for the taxes. I guess that can be disputed and um, uh, adjusted on down. I don't know how this uh, these things are. Uh, what sort of a formula the county uses to uh, figure the value of these properties. It seems um, mm, sort of iffy, to put it mildly, yeah. and uh, not not completely fair. However, now with that in mind, uh, going into, uh, since I'm a seasoned citizen and everything, kind of eligible for this uh, tax break, and um, I can see that Anybody that gets into applying for this may be um, hesitant to do so sometimes with all of the hoops you have to jump through to get this because uh, it's not it's not that easy. You have to put in some homework and and um, and uh, provide them with all kinds of uh, information. Again, because they had it once, like we uh, applied for this a couple of years ago and, and got a uh, tax refund. Uh, about probably three or four months down the road, but uh, it finally came through, and our our hard work paid off. So um, 
it's it's well worth the effort if you can scrape up all of the information that they say they need to to um, calculate whether you qualify for this tax break. And another I... thing that uh, another thing that uh, goes into this is this uh, Ogden Driscoll um, canning our senator from the uh, this committee uh, chairman position down there it was an obvious i mean this was so transparent because if you listen to some of the things that goes on down there in our legislators um our senator kinsky here was uh the kind of guy who wanted to save a few bucks here and there it seems like this went against the uh, tax and spend uh agenda and so if you don't like having uh, someone uh, uh, opposing your um, pet uh, agenda, you just can them, get them out of the way, and then you can do what you want to. And I think that was a, that was a really sorry move down there. That's my opinion. Uh, so, yeah, I agree. to hear what you guys have to say about that. Oh, I, I agree. Oh, I, thanks, Carl. <clears throat> absolutely. But I also thanks. think that sometimes people are afraid to go through the process, spend all that time, cobble up all the information to find out like they go, oh, we had it at 306 with based on this information, we're going to go at 312. You know, it, it's kind right. of a crapshoot in a way. I mean, if you, if you know solidly that it is worth this, great. But I don't know how you would do that without getting your own assessment really right, right. and paying and for crazy. that and then you're throwing good money after bad right and that's the thing is that these when you go to buy a house they come out and they assess what it what needs to be done to us right for them for the mortgage for the loan mm -hmm. crazy all right uh, i've got to some explanations on how things are calculated but we'll get to that in a minute caller number two you're on the air go ahead yes thank you gentlemen yes you know when cynthia loomis was in her last year in the state legislature is when we passed the tiered tax system. That's what we've got now. Prior to about 1995, uh, residential property, and that's pretty much where this, this problem is arising, residential property was cost, less depreciation. What it cost to build it, less depreciation. 50 years being an obsolescent um, structure is obsolescent at 50 years. Well, then we went to the tiered. And that is where you've got agriculture, mineral, commercial, and residential. Every one of those tiers can pass the cost on to a customer. Ag can pass costs on. Um, crop and cattle. Mineral can pass costs on, and so can commercial. You own commercial property, just bump the rent for your renters in there. But residential, where you're living in your home, you're not passing any kind of increase in taxation onto anybody. You are bearing that cost. Well, there's a reason why the word market appraisal is used, fair market appraisal. The CAMA system that the state of Wyoming purchased, originally the two companies that they were to have purchased it from went bankrupt. They purchased it from a bank in Texas, I believe it was Houston, and the algorithms in that system, the calculations in those systems are real estate appraisal calculations. Okay, so what you've got now is you're being taxed in your home 
on an unrealized, and this is important, capital gain. There is now a suit moving towards the Supreme Court of the United States regarding the Biden administration's desire to tax unrealized capital gains. I used to call it the reverse wimpy. You're gladly paying today for your hamburger next Tuesday. Yep. And, and, and that shouldn't even be legal. It doesn't even exist. It's got no optic. Right. You get a gain when you sell something. You, you want to sell that old pickup truck? Your only capital gain on that is when you sell it as opposed to what you paid for it. Usually it don't work that way with cars. But to say we're taxing you today on a market appraisal is almost a tax uh, um, admission. This is a real estate appraisal, not a taxing appraisal. And so here we've got right now um, a pushback on this. There's a group who's been holding some um, meetings around the state about property tax. At least we're incrementally moving forward in some way. And I'm not certain, was it Madden who wanted to cap property tax at the 28 on residential? I'm only talking residential. Ca- uh, cap it at 2018 tax evaluation levels before it shot through the roof and not not in all counties. What really kind of bumps up price around here may not even be the structure as much as it is the dirt underneath it. If a person owns five acres out in the county and they have a house on it that's 40 or 50 years old, their dirt may be appraised at a higher rate than their structure. But it's all this real estate development Lots in town, a lot in town, a building lot in town, maybe 125 by 50, 100,000. That's ridiculous. But it is. Out in the county, you're being appraised also based on your land value. And we don't have a lot of buildable land. Uh, Buffalo, I don't know if Buffalo does. We're kind of hedged in by a lot of BLM and state land, et cetera, et cetera. But you are paying an unrealized capital gain every year your taxes go up. You haven't seen a nickel out of that up in your – and there's no guarantee. That you if, will. That you will, right. exactly. If you have – If the market, having, if the bottom of the market falls out, mm-hmm. your assessed value is not going to go down. It's going <laughs> to stay the same. And you haven't seen an, an extra nickel out of it. And you're not going to get it back either. Right. Right. Nobody's going to cut you a check saying, oopsie, we were wrong. Yep, yep. Here, we're okay. going to cut you a little slack here. No. And no. could I mention one more thing, a little sure. bit off topic? But <clears throat> I noticed there was another one of these um, sales. Levi Dominguez will be holding a, uh, holding a sale of stock, execution sale of 100% of all stock issued for the Wyoming Corporation Elk Mountain, Inc. And this is a law firm in... Um, I believe they're located in Cheyenne, and they're suing a number of ent- or, or they got a, they brought a suit, and they got an execution of sale. And what I'm curious about is you hear uh, the word on the street, or you see it in the public notices, this is the second one within this year, where different companies that have registered with that um, Dropbox there, Wyoming Corporation, 30 North Gould, they're, they're getting... People are complaining. They're getting complaints. And so I just wondered, maybe at some point in time, I know the press has taken a modicum of interest in it, but here's another one where the registered agent 
at 30 North Gould has been served, Registered Agents, Inc. has been served, that their client's product is going up for public auction. And, and this was the result of a civil suit. And this is where the dinge comes in. Individuals or corporations coming in and saying, we got schnookered. We were schnookered here. This is schnooker time. So anyway, going to let you guys off the phone. Thanks for the conversation on property tax. Or your, your reverse wimpy. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the tiered tax is, is interesting, isn't it? Because your, your property keeps going up, but the county says your auto tags, right, go down. Right. And then they're capped at a low what? Which What's is the, still ridiculous, right? But, yeah, but <clears throat> I, I, I understand your property is going up in value, your vehicle is going down in value, but shouldn't it almost, I don't know, cap out like that? You, you hit a bottom at yeah. some point. You should hit a top at some point, right? And then these people, like, it, it, not necessarily me, but I'm getting there. You mm -hmm. know, where they're where they're, they're senior citizens or they're getting to retirement age. And yet their their taxes on their homes are going up and up and up as well. It forces why, why people out. Right. Why not cap them at a certain level and say, okay, your taxes are not going to go up until the house sells again. Right, exactly. So there's got to be other ideas out there. We've got to take a quick break. We'll come back. We're talking about property taxes and what to do about them possibly. And the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, we'll be back right after that. electric and you'll see the light maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building maybe it's high efficiency led lighting or a fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair maybe it's data system wiring irrigation wiring or electric motor sales and repair commercial residential industrial agriculture above ground below ground call jackson electric and you'll see the light at 1851 north main in sheridan the Sheridan Fellowship of Christian Athletes is a Christian sports ministry that focuses on coaches, campus, camp, and community. We strive to strengthen the influence of Jesus Christ in our community through coaches and athletes, growing their relationship with Christ and His church. Won't you join us in making a significant difference in the lives of our coaches and kids? To learn more or to join our team, contact me online today, wsmith at fca.org. Saturday, May 20th, at the Johnson County Fairgrounds, 40 of the top PRCA bull riders will compete on their journey to qualify for the NFR. The gates open at 5 with amazing vendors. The first shoot opens at 7. It's going to be a night you don't want to miss. Join the after party with live music at the Cowboy Saloon. Safe rides will be available. Get your tickets at the gate or online at foreverwest.events. For updates, like us on Facebook at Forever West Productions for updates. 
This week on the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast, presented by Jack and Kathleen Wood at 307 Real Estate, we had two of the biggest postseason upsets in recent memory come from the same generic location. Steph Curry proves once again why he's one of the most influential players of the 21st century. And the first month of regular season baseball is done. We go through the surprises and disappointments. And yes, the Rockies are in the disappointment category. We have those topics and more on the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast on sharedamedia.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, uh, your opportunity to talk about what you want to talk about or what we are discussing, which is property taxes, mm-hmm. and how we can get some try sort to get of relief, something, man. yeah, get something done. Property taxes in 2023 have gone up again uh, after they gone up after they went up last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I have some information here from the Johnson County Assessor, Steve Esponda, sent this out, and um, we're going to talk about how he explained um, how they come up with their assessment values. Mm -hmm. Homes are valued by calculating the replacement cost new, subtracting depreciation, trending for sales, and adding in the land value, and that's what the last caller was talking about right then depending on neighborhood and county sales prices here we go <laughs> an additional adjustment percentage is figured to individual parcels by neighborhood or grouping right okay the wyoming department of revenue provides the cost data to all 23 assessors in the state there was a significant increase 15 to 25 percent in the cost tables for this year that's statewide now the percentages from 2019 through 2022. This is not even taking, well, I guess this year would be assessed 2022. So 2019, there was not an increase in Johnson County. 2020, there was a 10.41 increase in property values. 2021, 22.48% increase. Okay, that's across the board. And then in 2022, another 10.38%. And I hate to say it, but I'm going to say it because I just say things. <laughs> what what was going on during that time? COVID. Yeah. And who was coming here? Everybody. Mm-hmm. California, Washington, Oregon, New York, Jersey, Pennsylvania. I saw license plates <clears throat> from everywhere. And mm-hmm. when you're coming in, and I have nothing against anybody that wants to live here. I get it. It's beautiful. I'm right. not from here. I've been here 22 years, but right. I'm not from here. Um, when they, you sell off in a place like that and you sell, uh, you know, a 1942 bungalow that's three blocks up from the beach and you make $2 million on it. You're paying cash for anything in the state of Wyoming. Anything and everything. And those values go up. Cost of construction has gone up because of, you know, supply chain during COVID and blah, blah, blah. So you put all of those factors unholy trinity i guess together in a way and yeah it's going to do that but what is the impact on the folks that have been here for a long time that have Mm -hmm. taken over the family ranch or home that are getting priced out now because of that factor and i think that that's one thing they need to look at if you are living in your house like i've been for the last 20 some odd years um if somebody comes in and buys a house 
tax them on what they paid for it. Absolutely. Tax me on what I've paid for and what my improvements yeah, not are. What, not what, not what my neighbor, be. right, what my neighbor, his cost or his price that he paid for whatever, mm-hmm. doesn't affect me. Right. It all. shouldn't. Right. But it does. That's yeah, how just it works. A, it's a blanket effect. The funny exactly. thing, though, is you can't qualify for any of this tax relief. No. If you haven't lived in your house for five years. Right. So that was kind of the big, you know, sticky for people that did come here. Right. Um, one of the things, I don't know what the tax uh, protest deadline is for Sheridan County. If somebody knows, call in. But it's May 17th in Johnson County. So if you have an issue with your property taxes, you can make an appointment with Steve Esponda, the assessor down there, and come in and talk about your your taxes and protest them. That's right and, around the corner, yep, though. It, but you need to get it done. And I think Sheridan County may be the same day I, or I right around I think there. it is, but I'm I not sure. I think it's statewide, yeah, but I don't know for sure. Somebody knows, call us, let us know. Um, The last caller was talking about Mike Madden and his ideas about what he was uh, proposing. Mm-hmm. So last year, State Senator Dave Kinski came to the Buffalo City Council, which Mike Madden is now a member of. And... Mike Madden gave uh, Kinski an idea of how they could easily, um, he thought, change the property tax system so everyone would get a relief. And I was going to ask Mike to come in. Well, I did ask Mike to come in and talk to us, but he was not available. But I did record an interview with him, so I'm going to play that right now. This is former state representative Mike Madden explaining what he told Senator Kinski. Go ahead. What happened was that uh, he made paid us a visit here at the Buffalo City Council meeting one night and was talking about the concern there was in the state about higher property taxes and stuff like that. And they, they had a, also have had a, a big uh, burst of uh, unexpected revenue from other sources and uh, so on. And um, so anyway, says we're looking at different ways of taking care of of um, you know these rising property taxes and uh, it was primarily coming from households and I said uh, as a just mentioned as a, uh, a suggestion what you might do is just uh, lower the uh, uh, assessment ratio and I guess you have to understand a little bit about the assessment ratio it's you got um, um, in Wyoming we don't uh, we shelter most of your tax value uh, away from the mill levy. And uh, so we value your, they value your house and then they take 9% of that. At 9% is what's left there and that is the amount that is applied to the mill levy. And um, you know, one way you can always do that if you're taking in too much revenue is to lower uh, lower that assessment ratio, and I suggested you if you lowered lowered it down to eight and a half percent instead of nine and a half. So we've uh, increased the amount that's sheltered from the mill levy. That would lower everybody's taxes, and uh, of course that's what happened. I mean, it would happen if you had, if it had passed, and that was would have been about eleven percent decrease in everybody's taxes across the board and of course it didn't pass in the legislature and it was, partly it was because the 
commercial property is pooled with the residential property when it comes to uh, taxing. And uh, they both, in other words, have nine and a half percent, and you can't change within a class. So that nine and a half percent would have to go down to eight and a half percent for commercial properties. So that was one problem. And uh, although it would have saved or would have reduced uh, tax revenues, like they said they wanted to do, that uh, it wasn't as uh, important for commercial residences that have not gone up by nearly the percent uh, of, of the market value of residential property. So that's what happened. Um, the uh, issue is really not gone away. Uh, now that a way to treat that would be to create a new, a new uh, tax classification and that means split off uh, uh, residential from commercial. And uh, you could leave, if you had a, according to the constitution, all property has to be taxed at the same level within a class. And uh, since they were both uh, commercial and uh, residential were in the same class, uh, if you lower one, you gotta lower the other. But if you separate those two into a new class, then you could do what you wanted to, but I, I'm sure if they, if they, if that uh, vote comes in 2024, that the commercial properties are not going to be happy about splitting away because they've always felt a little bit of comfort of being in the same uh, class as uh, residences because it's the residences and the owners that. Uh, that does kind of speak for that class and controls what happened. So uh, that, you know, it probably isn't going to happen. Uh, but, you know, there's other ways to do it. And I don't know if we're going to discuss them all during the uh, interim this year or not. I guess one thing that uh, I saw that would be worthwhile as far as a positive solution is to have like they have in many states, a homestead exemption, which would mean that uh, everybody has uh, housing, or I should say residential housing, would have a, a certain uh, reduction in their taxes because it's their homestead. So that means if you had an uh, individual that had several homes, uh, one is one here and one at uh, I don't know, Jackson Hole or something, you could only use it for one and uh, the uh, amount of the tax break would be, could be fixed in terms of, of um, you know, the first uh, $50,000 of value could be exempt from the mill levy. And that I think would be a constitutional and maybe something that they can look at. Okay. So there are some some other things that can be looked at, but this particular one that you had uh, suggested to Senator Kinski still yeah. still may not be dead, but they're going to look at a, a, a bunch of different uh, ideas. Yeah, okay. I think that's right. I think boy, if they could pass this uh, um, 
division. This has to be voted on because it has to change the Constitution. But if they can vote on splitting commercial away from residential uh, and then changing the tax uh, rate on on residential, that, that could be accomplished. But, of course, the problem is the same. Uh, that you see <laughs> throughout our taxing system because uh, Niobrara County and Teton County uh, are not alike. Uh, you'd have, uh, you know, a, a, a much different uh, um, cut, you know, as far as, as um, w- would occur with the homestead exemption in, uh, you know, Teton County than in uh one of our counties, like like Johnson or Niobrara, and that's where the, that's where the hang-up seems to be. And uh, I don't know how. Uh, you know, the trouble is, I guess that not everybody's property went up the same rate from border to border. You know, Sheridan County and Johnson counties went up. I don't know, fifteen to. 20 percent i assume for residential property but there's other counties in uh, the state that uh, didn't experience an increase all those uh, bordering the eastern border of of uh, wyoming didn't experience the same impact over the last couple of years that uh, many other uh, counties did so you give one uh, a, a break in a homestead exemption you know we could probably easily afford that kind of a thing here in johnson county but i worry that there's some counties that has uh, no uh, flexibility when it comes to their budgeting and that would uh, uh, you know if you applied it to statewide everybody would experience the same benefit as far as taxpayers but uh the the injury would be worse for bigger or i should say would be worse for poor counties so to speak than rich counties that is uh former state representative mike madden of buffalo who is explaining what he told mike madden or excuse me uh, state senator dave kensky about ideas on what he could do about property taxes. We're going to have to take a short break. We'll come back and uh, talk more about property taxes or whatever you want to talk about on the Jackson Electric Open Line right after this. to Jackson Electric and you'll feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring a home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing surface. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Gain innovative ideas, learn about best practices, and acquire vital information to spark your professional development and business growth at the Chamber's 2023 Ignite Conference on May 16th at Sheridan College. For details, visit SheridanWyomingChamber.org or call 672-2485. Thank you to our sponsors, D.A. Davidson, Susie Garber-Johnson, Kennan, Manufacturing Works, Entech Spring Creek Vine, Peak Consulting, 
and WWC Engineering. It's the 107th anniversary of PO News in downtown Sheridan, and that can only mean one thing, a big old party with all their friends. May 6th, from 4 to 8 p.m., they'll be partying in the street with their famous Sheridan beer, brewed by Gruner Brothers Brewery, cigar pairings, food from Beano's, and live music by the Dugan Irby Band. Put on your party shoes and head on down. It's the 107th anniversary of P.O. News, May 6th. Sponsored in part by First Northern Bank, Sheridan Beer, and Sheridan Media. Sunlight Federal Credit Union would like to help you celebrate Cinco de Mayo with a limited-time-only CD special. Now until May 5th, they are offering a 15-month CD with a 5.13 annual percentage. It requires a $1,000 minimum deposit with money not currently held in a Sunlight account and an early withdrawal penalty applies. Check out their taco bar on Friday, May 5th, starting at 11 a.m. So stop by one of their locations in Sheridan, Cody, Powell, and Worland, or take a look online at sunlightfcu.com. Member NCUA and Equal Housing Lender. Sunlight Federal Credit Union, building a brighter future together. Are you tired of dodging potholes and feeling every bump in the road? Don't let your vehicle suffer any longer. Call Waring Chevrolet and make an appointment. Hi, this is Chris Hayden. We will set the alignment and check the wear on your tires, steering, and suspension systems using our state-of-the-art Hunter alignment machine. Whether you drive a car, truck, or SUV, our expert technicians will make sure you are up and running smoothly. So don't wait. Call to make an appointment. Waring Sheridan Chevrolet, 107 East Alger, or call 674-6419. May is Better Hearing Month, and hearing wellness is what this month is all about. Hi, this is JT Kraft with EBA Hearing, and we're here to help. We'll start by providing you a free baseline hearing test so you know where your hearing stands. Then we offer a free consultation about hearing wellness, show you how to protect your hearing, and when necessary, we'll help you hear what you've been missing. Call us today, and we'll help you take the right steps toward hearing wellness. EBA Hearing, 674-8920. That's 674-8920. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. We've got a few minutes here. If you want to try to call in, you can. 674-4443 or 672-5763. We've been talking about property taxes and how they've gone up literally just ridiculously in the last few years, but especially over the last two. And we're trying to figure out how, how we can make this work. And one of the things they were talking about, Mike Madden had mentioned, mm -hmm. was that they were talking about a constitutional amendment to classify, reclassify residential property by itself, which they would have to do because the way that the Constitution reads right now is that uh, all of the classifications of property have to be within a certain percentage of value of each other. Right. So that it would take the constitutional amendment. So that's one of the things that the, that they argued about this last year's this year's legislative session, and hopefully they're going to be talking about again in 2024. But again, if that if everything works well, the earliest that we could possibly see any kind of relief would be in July of 2025, mm -hmm. which so, would then mean 2026 is when you would see right the but any any relief. Reach out. Reach yeah. out to your representatives Absolutely. because the more the the squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? right? And if they don't think it's a problem or they go, well, I've only heard from a few people, mm -hmm. it isn't going to move. Right. The silent majority is not going to work here. Right. It's just not. Get, get a hold of these people. Anymore, shoot an email. I mean, yeah. take 30 seconds and just go, hey, I want you to fix this. Signed me. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that's that's really all it takes. But thousands of those start building up. They're going to realize, okay, we really need to at least address this again. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's going to slip silently under the water, and you're never going to see it again. 
I'm kind of curious um, how many people actually saw major increases in their in their taxes in Sheridan and Johnson. A lot of people that I've talked to, yeah. that's been a major topic, saying 22%, 22%, 44% percent over the course of two years. I right. mean, you're gaining again a half of what you were paying. I mean, that's that's substantial. And again, based on the majority of it, well, I shouldn't say the majority, but at least a percentage of it based on sales in your neighborhood or your, you know, area that you're mm-hmm. in. Yeah. And that's crazy to me. And and who, I don't know what that area is. Mm-hmm. If they go, okay, it's a mile radius or whatever, but that could encompass very vastly different neighborhoods. Yeah. And property values. Right. You know, you got a guy a block and a half over the tore down an old house and built a mansion. And then he goes and sells it. Why is that impacting me? Yeah. When my house was built in 1940, then right. it needs a bunch of upgrades, <laughs> you know, and it, it's just, a lot of this doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make, it doesn't, it doesn't pass the smell test. Right. Common right. sense. Okay. Well, I guess we're out of time. Well, it's, it's been fun. The Aaron and Aaron show. So I'm, <laughs> I'm excited. Thank Thanks you so sir. much for coming in. That's a Jackson electric open line Friday. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week. Have a good week. to the most complex electrical applications. Jackson Electric has the knowledge, the experience, and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement. Jackson Electric's expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agriculture. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it all at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Heads up, partners. This is about mom. Are you looking for the perfect Mother's Day thought? Look no further than Frackleton's. From now until Mother's Day, we will offer a 5% discount on Frackleton's gift cards for mom. And it'll include a wrapped rose to make a perfect gift for those who don't know what to get mom. The gift cards and roses can be picked up Thursday, Friday, and Saturday before Mother's Day. Cards must be purchased in person or via phone. Make this Mother's Day one she'll never forget. Call or stop by Frackleton's to make this the most special Mother's Day ever. It's summertime. Time to roll. Better make sure your car's road trip ready. Midas Tire and Auto has money-saving deals just waiting for you. And listen to this. Midas has a new state-of-the-art inspection process called A Closer Look. You'll get pictures and updates along the way, allowing you to track the progress of your vehicle. Ask questions and get answers straight from the technician. Stop in for A Closer Look this month. Plus, save 20 bucks off any full synthetic oil change at Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. Hi, this is Belle with Sheridan Media's Coyote Morning Show. We all know Sheridan is the best place in Wyoming to call home. Beautiful parks, fantastic pathways, and really great people. All surrounded by rolling hills and the majestic bighorns. Let's all pitch in and help with spring cleaning by participating in the annual Trees for Trash program. It's easy, it's free, and you'll receive a bristlecone pine seedling just for helping out. 
Bring your load of trash to the City Landfill on East Ridge Road between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. Saturday, May 6th, and get your free tree. Let's all recognize and support this year's Trees for Trash sponsors with a big old thank you to ERA Carroll Realty, U.S. Bank, Wyoming Corporate Office, Landon's Greenhouse and Nursery, Sheridan County, and of course, the City of Sheridan. Mark your calendar for Saturday, May 6th, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the City Landfill for the 20.